become who you are. It's about coming out and accepting yourself. Occupation. Gladiator. Did you kill last week? No. Did you try to kill last week? Yeah. Now listen, this is your last week of unemployment insurance. Either you kill somebody next week or we're going to have to change your status. You got it? Yeah. Okay. Sign. Next. Occupation. Stand-up philosopher. What? Stand-up philosopher. I coalesce the vapor of human experience into a viable and logical comprehension. Oh, a bullshit artist. Did you bullshit last week? No. Did you try to bullshit last week? Yes. Comicus! 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 Back in the line. Back in the line. He's not in line. He's not in line. He's my agent. Swiftus. Good news. I just got you a job. Now that you're working, you won't be needing this. Wait a minute. That money is mine. I'm sorry. I'm on my wine break. <laughs> Dopus! everybody, welcome to the Lifefly with Dave Juskow, an all new podcast with fun and games and festivities. Here in the month of March, the final months of March and the beginning of spring, even though there was a huge blizzard the day before recording this. This is my new theme song lately. I go through various ones and this is uh, The Cars. Wow. But you didn't know, I'm with uh, today Rachel Feinstein. I didn't check your levels beforehand. We'll say something. Rach. My oh, name is, is Rach. Perfect. Rach Feinstein. Um, so, yes, thank you for coming on today because I have been having a little uh, podcast problems in the sense that I don't know where I'm going, I don't know what I'm doing, and I needed some help, and that's why I'm glad you're on the show today. Thank you. I needed a good friend and some good fun. In fact, it was Joe Messina that mentioned, why don't you ask Rachel to come on? That always makes you happy. Aw, And he was sweet. correct because... Um, He's the guy you work with, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh, yeah, he's really nice. He comes to all the shows. He's so nice. Yeah, very nice. And um, yeah, he, he well, he you're his favorite guest. Really? Yeah, because he likes when you just make fun of me, as most people do, <laughs> and how you mock my kissing skills and my dating skills and stuff. And he finds that very, very he amusing. Enjoyed your little. Well, never mind. Let's keep going. But um, yeah, so I had to. Uh, so um, you, you know, uh, let's just get right to it. The last time I saw you was um, a Tuesday, this past Tuesday. We're taping this on a Thursday. It's coming out on next Tuesday. So the previous Tuesday, whatever day of the week, whatever day that was, I saw you at the Comedy Cellar. And you know what the funny thing is, Rage, is that um, when I see you, it just it does really brighten my day. Aww. When I go to the comics table and I see everybody, you know, you get nervous when you go to the comics table itself, mm-hmm. and I know you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And even though we know everybody there and we're friendly with everybody, there's still a, a the, the nerves pick up, you know. Sure, yeah. And um, when you see somebody who's like, like an even closer friend than all those other characters, it just makes you feel really good. And you're the only person that would do that. I mean, yeah, Sarah would probably do that too. Certainly, a tell is the opposite feeling. 
<laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's and yet so Tal- Tal's more generous and kind than all of us. But what? yeah, but he would. He's I mean, an idiot. He is. Listen, he's an idiot. Comes from upbringing. His parents are idiots too. Do you guys still scream at each other at night? I love how, with the arguments you used to have where you would just hang up with you in the middle. You were, I remember one time I was over here. You were explaining this episode of Star Trek to me for, I want to say, like 70 minutes. You were explaining it to me. <laughs> it's true. And I, I know you're like, talking about the city how, on the edge of forever. Yeah, I was like, how, where, how could this possibly end? What would make him think I'm even the slightest bit compelled I can't by help that? myself. I want people to like that episode. <laughs> Go on. And then, and then in the, you're in the middle, and I was like, thank God the phone rang. Saved by the <laughs> bell. And then it was a tell, and you're like, what? Shut up. You don't know anything. And then you called it back again, and you were like, wait, uh, can you go, can you fast forward to the middle of the episode? This is, this is like how you were talking. Fast forward, because, you know, he's in the winter of his life or whatever. So anyway... <laughs> You're like, you got to see this part. And then you guys talked about television for a minute. And then I think you called him a prick and hung up on him again. You're like, God damn it. We get mad at each other. You know, I mean, well, he's intolerable and you think I'm bad. I mean, think, you know how he is. He's crazy. But mm-hmm. we have definitely cooled it like in our you in have? our the winter of our lives that <laughs> <laughs> we've definitely mellowed out. Um, you know, we talk we talk a lot for a period of time. We weren't talking. You know, we used to talk mm-hmm. every hour on the hour. Yeah. And then we've mellowed, and um, I'm not allowed to leave a message on his machine, which drives me crazy. Why? Because he says you because you lash out too much. No, I I don't know. He just doesn't <laughs> he just listen doesn't to check the, message. the messages. Yeah, I think that's right. what it is. So, you know, and it's really difficult. So he always calls me at three in the morning, and a lot of times in the weekdays I'm asleep. Like last night he called, and I'm just like, oh, I can't do it now. But then sometimes I'm up at three or four or five. Um, you know, especially when he's on the West Coast, he always calls around five and in the morning. He just wants like a fun-loving chat. What does yeah. he want out of you with that? Well, he wants to talk about his mom or he wants to talk right. about um, that because he's going to a hard or moving, you know, and stuff like that. But lately, it's been about his mom because they're, you know, having some trouble and stuff he's like that. So good, we talk about he's that. a good son. He's an know? outstanding son. He's, he's just, he's different from you because he's truly good. And Shut you're- up. <laughs> Twad, <laughs> but he is—he is, he is a good son. I'm sorry, he is I, I a good son, it. and he's got. Think about this: he's got three other brothers and sisters, and they don't help at all. Well, the sister helps a little. The other brothers are kind of—they're not. It's not cool, like the way they're not they doing don't. Enough. No, they're not doing enough. But I think now they're going to step it up a little. At least one is one doesn't doesn't have any money. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of his younger brother who was very nice. I only met him like a couple times. He moved. Away, so the poor the um, mother. It's sad because she doesn't have any grandchildren that are close by. You know, they live in Cleveland or something. You know, and yeah, um, so you feel a little bad. But it's funny. But I have noticed you've become more gentle. So it was like I think it was your seventieth birthday that you became <laughs> really reflective. I'm sorry, I took a sip of something <laughs> that wasn't the time. <laughs> you started wearing soft lavender tops. That's what. Well, I still wear old man right shoes. Now, lovely lavender. Um, no, you know what I will say is that you are a wild asshole, but you're also really nice. That's a confusing thing about you. You have a side of you that's that is truly evil and without question, yeah. and then another side of you that's like really remarkably kind. And that evil part has you know gotten its karma back many times. You know, I do get my just desserts uh, sometimes. So. You have I, softened over the years. I'll I think, say. I'd like After to you think called so. me a cunt at the Cindy Lauper uh, you had it coming that concert you know because that, you right? couldn't find me when I went to the bathroom. I hate that. <laughs> I still hate that. I still listen. I have abandonment issues. I still have those problems. If I couldn't find you and I thought you left, in my mind, you did it as a joke to fuck with me, right? To leave me on purpose, and it drives me mentally insane. And you're absolutely right. I have calmed. I take it much easier now. I'm like, oh, I guess I'll just leave. But yeah, in that day, during that time, and yeah. that was at the end, I met you a little later, 
yeah, I just couldn't handle it. The thing it. is, I, you're more of like the Irish exit guy than I am. I, I know. I usually yeah. say goodbye. So it's funny that you don't excuse anyone else for the same. No, I get your, very your angry because I feel like I invented it and no one else should be able to do that. <laughs> and I told you, my sister did that once and I was so angry. She goes, you taught me how to do that. And I'm like, damn it. It How is, can I argue it, with it myself? Is, there's nothing more satisfying, but I wouldn't try to pull it with you. I mean, you're, you're angry when I have to leave when I've told you like well ahead of time. You always I'm angry right now that you're going to have to leave at some point today. I know. I feel it when <laughs> I come in because I know like I'm going to get in trouble at some point. No matter how much you give, Jessica is like an empty canister. So it's just like it's like it's like a pitcher that has no bottom. So no matter how much I give to you, you'll find some problem with it could be the smallest thing, you know, that I came in an odd way. He didn't you didn't care for the fact that I brought a Coke over here. Well, no, I, I was actually upset that I didn't have one for you. Okay. I usually ask people what they want, but I had told you that we'll go for coffees, and that means to me, or whatever you want. Right. Um, I usually am very kind to people. I mean, think about what I had to do for Gilbert. I told you that, right? You're very I generous. I was told I had to get an eggplant parmesan platter. <laughs> <laughs> I love Gilbert. A turkey sandwich. Uh, you know, soaps. <laughs> Wait, he wanted special soaps. Don't even get me started. Oh. What his what his oh, uh, request list, his green room request list is. <laughs> but it was totally worth it. He brings um, those things home. He's up. I to, know. Oh, oh he, my god, it was amazing. Yeah. Well, Hotel want... told me to get the soaps, and he was thrilled. Oh, and I left them on the windowsill, like in a like right behind you, sure. um, in like a really fun fashion. And you know, it's funny. You just think like somebody would come over and they'd be like, uh, "Oh, that's really funny." And uh, then they'd walk away. Well, I don't need these soaps. But he goes, now how am I going to take this home? <laughs> you have a bag or something. Like he made sure. He took everything out. He took the eggplant parmesan plant. I'll eat this later. He's the cheapest person in he the world. He is, but it's so I was funny. On it, first of all, no. I was. It's a fact that he's very Yeah, cheap, yeah. Though. I think he would say that about himself. But um, I was on a flight with him once. First of all, it's funny because. I have done a few benefits for his wife, who's like this really lovely so woman. So nice. Did you Isn't know she? that we She's knew so each other in the cool. 90s? Yeah. And until she came to the door, we didn't realize who each other was. Her name is like Dana, right? Yeah, Dara. She, Dara. Kravitz was she her is, old name. She is like the loveliest, just so nice. The most cute, yeah, nice, adorable, personable. And so I do this benefit. I've done like two benefits for her kid's school. Yeah. Gilbert. That was just recently, too. And she sends like a, a basket. Ago, She's tops. the kind of lady that sends the finest basket afterwards. Yeah. And then it's so funny because, like, I saw Gilbert on this flight. He has this thing with me where we work together a bunch of times and he never remembers my face. Like, yeah, I think just, he's bad about everybody. Like, I that. know. I think it's just the thing. I, I don't take offense. It's hilarious. You can't at this point. I'm but. like, Gilbert, hey, like, we hung out yesterday at the <laughs> festival. And he just looks at me like I'm a fan. Like, oh, can I, would you like to oh, tickets? thank you. <laughs> but isn't it funny that he's just so different and mellow in person and he's a fascinating person he really is he's a fun hang too yeah. i think it's funny that he can't ever remember my face we've spent like but he's so soft we were on a tv show together on true tv i'm and like were? yeah and uh he, he squints for a while and i feel like he's getting closer but he's not quite there you know <laughs> which i get but isn't it funny that he's so soft-spoken and quiet in person you know that's the funny he is. thing he's interesting because he's like he you would think he is and yet he isn't he's like really quiet but he does constantly have that that scrutinizing expression well it's funny like we you know me him and jeff went to a vagoda's funeral together right and we're just sitting <laughs> there crazy. we're listening to the people and then he gets up and he's just so quiet and he you know maybe he'll say a couple things to the side he's like uh Hey, this guy, uh, he's an idiot. You know, like something like, well, whatever. <laughs> or maybe that was me. And um, and then he gets up and he's just so loud. And, you know, Gilbert. Yes. And it's just so funny. It just comes out of no, like, who, where did this come from? You know, that's <laughs> like it's. So you are cold. 
Well, I just I told got you I could cold. close the window. When I said it before, I meant it. And then oh. I became a bit cold. But oh, I kind of like wearing this coat. I'm fine. Yeah, you look good in it. And I was just saying that um, it's just funny that you were <laughs> right on time. You've always been, you know, wildly. No, the thing is, I lucked out tonight because when I left was a reckless time. I left at like 6.50 and I was preparing my text for you. But then, because <laughs> I was all the way in Brooklyn and it's like oh, rush hour. Wow. And I took a cab. And I was like, oh, I'll be in traffic forever. He's going to be mad, but I'll text him. But then it was this weird trafficless wow, trip. Like yeah, a it was a perfect storm of <laughs> Yeah, I cuz they I mean the weather's been bad. The cat yeah. didn't get there. I got here in like 20 wow. minutes, but yeah. it should have been like I should have left like an hour. Um well, I said that when you're late again when you get at least for me, you realize being late is how disrespectful it is to your friends and family, you know. But yeah. it's something you can't figure out and you're not old enough yet, you know, like it's coming <laughs> but no, you really it takes till about 40 to figure it out. It, it really, you can't, you don't get it until later of how disrespectful I'm better it is. than I used to be. Oh, wait, that's I'm what I'm saying. I'm always 10 or 15 minutes late. I'm often yeah. 10 or 15 minutes late still, though. But I no, think I a feel 10 like or 15 minute late is okay. And folks, if you don't know, Rachel is getting married. <laughs> Somebody's getting married. That's from the Muppets Take Manhattan. I like that a lot. <laughs> hey, you want me to sing that at your wedding? No. Somebody's getting married. Somebody's getting gonna married. There's going to be a picture of you at the door. Then you're not going to be allowed it. What? <laughs> you, I, I know That's you want me to sing at the wedding. So uh, just oh, tell me no. which song you want me to sing because I, I haven't. You know, I'll, 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 I can pick something if you want. But obviously, I do it's think no we might pleasure. do a dance. We might do a dance. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. Somebody's uh, getting married. It does make me laugh to think of you saying like, I know you're going to just say something racist to someone or something's going <gasps> to happen with you. And oh, I think it's kind of entertaining you. in a way. Yeah, like somebody's no. going to have to take you aside and scold you. And I like I like that, that that's going to happen. It's kind of comforting, strangely. Well, I just think it's funny that you are marrying a, uh, a captain of the fire department. I think he's got you in line. He's whipped <laughs> you into shape. That's why you're on time. This is the way I'm looking at it. Oh, my God. He's the latest person. Like, oh, he like is? Astonishing. Well, I hope he's not late when he's working. He's not late when he's working. You know what it is? I think, <laughs> it, I think it's because... He has to be so... Of the, on right, time. Right, that would make sense. You know, so I don't to know. get him out the door, I have to put his shoes in front of him like a child. Like, I have oh, to set so up funny. all steps to exiting, which is what people have done with me. Like, But he's, yeah. like, on a level that's... It's fascinating, you know? To, like, I will call an Uber. I'm like, we're leaving. We, we have to leave now. And he'll start making a fish. I'm like, I called the Uber. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That happened. And he began to cook a fish. It's like ludicrous. I could even be mad. I've never seen the likes of it. <laughs> That's really funny. He's the most relaxed person ever. Yeah. He doesn't t- deal with, like, you can't be, like, passive aggressive with him because he doesn't get it. You know, so you can't, like, make a jab or, or like, try to make a point, like, if it's not completely direct, because it'd be like, yeah, all right, babe, sure. And I'm like, no, that was supposed to sound angry. Like I was nagging you there, you know, but he's always just kind of like, yeah, all right. Thank I'm God. Like, I called the Uber. That's we the have kind of to girl leave I need. in four minutes. I'm like, this is serious. We have to leave. <laughs> Look at you. He started to cook a fish. I don't know. <laughs> I never thought I was He's the, the Rachel Feinstein one. in the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Although he's like the one that like cooks and he's like the, the one, he's more of the adult, you know. Jeez, he sounds perfect. He sounds dreamy. <laughs> I love that when you went to the firehouse with us, you told the men they were manly. Oh, my God. They were so <laughs> man. That was the best day. I'll never forget. That was one of the best days of my life. We went to go see It, the movie It together. And first of all, I hadn't been to the movies in years. So that was exciting. Uh-huh. Then uh, I love the fact that Pete thought I was serious about um, 
Medea, Medea Two. Remember that? that was like I think the, it was like it was a Christmas movie with like the Tyler Perry. It was a Halloween oh, movie. Oh yes, yeah, Halloween. And okay. I was telling him how excited I was to see that movie. I was like, oh, I cannot wait to see <laughs> Medea Two, Halloween Boo, whatever it was called. <laughs> I remember, I remember he, he, he goes, had to go home. The he next goes, day. is he dumb like that? <laughs> it was such a great question. He's like, is Jessica dumb like that? I was like, no, no, he's not that kind of dumb. I was like, he's was, dumb like he has coke. He thinks like cocoa puffs are healthy, but he's like smart unhealthy. in other ways. But uh, if they were unhealthy, they would say <laughs> sugar first in the ingredients, but they always say it second. But um, that was a great day because we went to brunch with your friend who I like now, even though I was mad at her for many years. Um, knowing she's not happy in her marriage makes me happy. She's um, happy I'm in just her kidding. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but um, uh, Lisa. Um, and. And we had such a fun day, you know, out. Like, you know, sometimes when I watch, I stay in a lot and I don't leave the house on some weekends. So to go out with people and interact with the people, like when I watch movies, I'm like, look at those people out in the daytime experiencing life. I mean, that's how it gets for me. That's yeah. how bad it is. So to be out and doing stuff, we went to brunch, went to the movie. The movie was fun. It was just fun with people. And then we went yeah. to the firehouse and, and, and it was so much fun. And then those guys are so hot. <laughs> they are. I mean, it, it's ridiculous, right? And I feel like if you don't point it out, then you're being homophobic. Like, right? you can't not point it out. It's like I don't know whether I've told it's just you, but so funny because one man tells another man they're manly, and you always stop. You've done that in several occasions. You'll stop, be like, you know, you're very manly. Uh, it, when you when a, a nerdy Jew meets a manly guy, you cannot. It's like that Seinfeld episode <laughs> where George met Dan Cortez. And he was like a guy that was like a, a mountain climber. And he was like, so like, should, should I make sandwiches? Should I make sandwiches? It's exciting meeting an, an actual man friend. You know what I mean? I like not a, a boy like the boys we know. I know. It is you know, crazy, too, know. that I end up with this this firefighter captain. Because when my dad can't even operate a fuse box. <laughs> right. Your dad's the worst Like if anything all. ever happened, my mom would be like out. She was always just like throwing the salt in the front line. She did every <laughs> single thing a man should be doing. She'd be out there with like coarse hands. And think about all of our friends. It. We know boys. Yeah. We know boys. Jeff Ross, Dave. These are boys. You know, yes. we're we're boys in men's old bodies. You know, like, <laughs> but but th- these firefighters. I mean, they're exactly what men. The fantasy of what a man is. You it's know, a crazy, strapping yeah. man who's going to save you and be a hero. It's like being, you know, I feel like a princess. You know, when I'm there, like they're going to save me. Did you do you remember the time? I don't know whether I ever told you this when my. Uh, the handyman here had a seizure in my apartment in my bedroom right oh, here. He yeah. had just helped me put down carpeting uh-huh. and um, he had a seizure and we had to call 911. And apparently put down there carpeting was... means Jessica blowing him just for everybody. <laughs> That's their code. So, so um, we called 911 and mm-hmm. apparently all the fire, there was an incident right down the street. So they all came over. And I opened the door, and it was like in the scene of Risky Business, where they were all coming one after the other. I keep tro- closing the door, but like They're 10 so hot, right? of the hottest guys I've ever seen in my life. And the music was playing in my mind. Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> and then I was going to tell them, I'm like, oh, can you guys take off your shoes? I just put new carpeting. And I'm like, what am I doing? I was like, could you be any more gayer in front of these guys? Like, I just put down new carpeting. <laughs> Would you mind removing your boots? I know he said, he told me that when when people call, I was like, when couples call and they think they smell gas and you come over, it's like nothing, right? Because that's like half of their calls. I was like, do you guys like laugh at the guy? They're like, oh yeah, always like, you know? (laughs) Yeah. It it reminds me of um, the time, a classic story about Camille Grammer. Mm -hmm. Do you know her? Yes. She's obviously married to Kelsey Grammer, but she's also on the Beverly Hills Mm -hmm. uh, Housewives. So, you know, we've been 
friends for a while. Pretty so she blonde, was, blonde yes, lady. Yes. Yeah. So at the time when she was like really, you know, young and ridiculous, um, mm-hmm. she was dating my friend Steve Klein, and they were living together. And you know, one day she went crazy. You know, mm-hmm. and just was throwing stuff, and you know, she's a hot girl. She's allowed to do that. You know, and just out of control. And I guess people called the cops because they were so loud. And maybe even Steve called because he's just like, I, I can't take this. I got to have this girl at my house. Yeah. And so the cops are coming. Maybe maybe he called or whatever. Anyway, she gets into like a tank top and really short shorts. And so when the cops come over, he goes, I want her out of here. And the cops <laughs> are like, <coughs> because that, and then he realized how ridiculous he looked throwing this <laughs> ridiculous hot girl out. Like, because they didn't see the first part where she's probably being unreasonable and you can't talk to her. But they only saw the part like, so, <laughs> all right. And it's funny because I had seen her maybe a couple years uh, after that. I bought her to Sarah's party once mm-hmm. as my date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, she remembered that story and she goes oh my god I got into like really short shorts and stuff I t-. like she totally like it wasn't just my imagination that that story took place like it you know because that's I thought maybe I made it up after all these years but no she remembered it completely plus Sarah was like really angry about that party because I bought she hates everybody I bring because sometimes yeah. I just bring you we- bring like weird people. I don't bring A-list yeah. celebrities so I was bringing Camille because she was going through a bad time and I like her and she's you know pretty and she was mad at me for bringing her because she kind of took over the party in the sense that everybody was like, how do you know Camille? And she goes, I don't know. Just now knows her. <laughs> like, like there was no way to win. I finally bring a very interesting guest and yeah. I still couldn't win. And she didn't care for it. Did not. She's mad at me every time we have the party. Last time she got mad at me because I got drunk with the bartender mm-hmm. and we were doing shots and having a good time and I got her number after and it was like really cool and then she got mad at that that the bartender was drinking with me. She doesn't understand how drinking works. Right. You know how you always do a shot with a, you're a drinker. You know, I mean, that's how yes. we met. Yeah. That's how you and I met. I was bartending. She does yeah. not understand the bartender-patron relationship. Yeah, except, I mean, I agree with you, but it, also I know that you were doing something else that was like unspeakable. <gasps> no, I was not. No, I was not. That was the all she, no, I had, well, I mean, unless she talked to some of the other guests, but I mean, I don't think she did as far as she was concerned. I was great, but I was hammered. I mean, like really <laughs> hammered and I was yelling at people, you know, the way I like sure. to do, like I saw the guy from, um, I saw the guy from New Girl or something. I just go. I don't understand why that show's going off the air. You, what, you can't do another season. Like I was. So I like how you're saying you have no idea why she was mad at you, and now uh, you're so describing your the most. Uh, no, she didn't. But she didn't know any of that stuff behavior. because those people didn't know who I was, so they didn't say, "Hey, your friend was this." So she didn't I know. She was only I mad. I would have sauntered right over to her and said, "Who's this wild <laughs> asshole in the lavender top?" I wasn't wearing a lavender top that day. I was wearing a more yellowy like. Like a curious kind George. Of like, oh, you're gentle—the one with the sort of gentle daisies. I know that one. Yes. What a lovely choice. Well, that's that, what you wear top. when you're older—a Hawaiian <laughs> outfit. Uh, you know, with the ladies like. But it's yeah, it is nice because uh, I was—I couldn't get out of my apartment, and the front door wasn't working. Oh, I wanted you to tell this story. Yeah. So. so I was just going to say, can you tell the story of when you couldn't get into your apartment? It's my one of my favorites. So okay, well, first of all, this happened twice. So years, I believe you. So years ago. <laughs> I also had a similar issue where the door wasn't working, okay? And I don't have a toolbox. I know I sound like a wild moron right now, but I don't have a toolbox. And, and Oh, you were inside? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so 
And so then, this is great though. Okay, so I was living with Tasha, my friend, and she smokes. She's a tattoo artist. Yes, and she smokes a lot of weed. What? Now, you know I don't smoke weed because yeah. I'm paranoid. I'm a drinker. So she had this big silver tray of weed out, like a massive amount of, like a, a heap of weed. Like, and then, so I call, the, I call the fire department. And it happens to be that I only know one fireman at this point, the guy that introduced me to Pete, um, Irene's oh, husband's Steve. son, Junior. Oh, right? okay, Junior, right. And okay. he lives in Brooklyn, right? Only so. fireman I know, but it's like Mr. Rogers. Like, you call the fire department and the only fireman comes over. Like, you know what I mean? It was just like a, a sure. cartoon where, like, the mailman, the only mailman you've ever met is the guy that's <laughs> climbing through your window, right? Like, it was just so crazy. I'm like, how's that the fireman they send? That's hysterical, you know? Oh, I'm sorry. You called like nine one one. I called nine one one. Junior was the only fire. Oh shit! I'm sorry. I didn't get that. I thought yeah. you called and asked for him. No. Oh, that's unbelievable. I only like you know. I'd met Junior through Irene like a handful of times. I didn't know him well, but I call the fire. I call nine one one, and then he climbs in. So, oh, I didn't. That's hilarious. Now that I think about it, you know what? I was locked out that time. I wasn't locked in. Okay, but I was locked out. But what happened it's was funny the other way. But it, it, well, it, yeah. What happened was That's by the time Rachel. I, got, by the time I got, they got there. They, I mean, they came in through the window. Okay, so I was locked out. The guy said to call nine one one. So I did. And then Junior, again, only fireman I've ever met comes comes That's over. So Isn't weird. it? It's like Mister Rogers, where the neighborhood person. It's more like a movie where the guy just no, or, or a sitcom. Like the he, guy enters the window. And goes Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also, you know how in kids' shows, it's like, meet the policeman. Sure, meet yeah, the yeah. Only right, fireman. Right, right, right. That's I what I mean. It's like, like that. and how is it the only, like, hey, friendly fireman, I know who can help Joe Fireman. <laughs> like, Joe fuck fireman. And then Hi, he kids. comes through the, yeah, so anyway, so Junior comes through the, the window and opens the door. And I was locked out. Now I remember in my hallway because the guy just suggested to call the fire department. So Junior lets me in, and there's like seven guys. Like, they all come together with all their, all their tools. Hello. And, they were they were like offering like hey can we help with anything out like you know it's so funny women and men's experience of like firemen is so completely different right and then they were like so um how did you get locked out and then they all turn their heads around slowly and look at this massive silver tray of weed oh shit. like the most weed you've ever so it looks like i smoked an insane <laughs> right, right. amount of pot and just locked myself out like an idiot but it like and i was like i actually don't smoke it sounded like such a lot like there's no way any of them didn't just laugh and right, laugh right, as right. soon as they, and the funny thing is i really hadn't touched that right weed. like you could that was like i lived with her forever but i would smoke one hit maybe once a year and then i would like think she hated me like i'd just be in my room rocking in fear and paranoid fear so i really didn't but uh, i remember junior was like hey no problem anything else we can do for you you know and then it like a year later i saw him and i was like did you think i was an idiot he's like oh we laughed all the way home <laughs> like, we thought you smoked all that weed so anyway so then so just recently i can't I told Pete because like I'm slowly moving into his place, but I, I so I don't really do anything to my place. I just Wait, let before things... you're married. Oh, that's okay these days. I'm <laughs> so, sorry. You're, so I, anyway, I'm so old. The, I haven't slept there like months. It's bad. So the you don't have to now, say that on this podcast. It's all right. No, I sleep only at his place. That's <laughs> what? what I mean. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the, <laughs> we only French kiss and nothing else. <laughs> all we've done is French kiss. <laughs> so anyway, it's so the doorknob doesn't open, and I was like, "Can you fast? It's falling out." And I was like, "Can you fix this doorknob?" And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it when I come over or whatever. He always forgets to do shit like that, you know? No, he's frying so, fish. Yeah. So he's like, I'm like, I can't, it won't, it's falling out of the thing. I'm not going to be able to open the door because it takes me like five minutes. I have to jiggle it. So then eventually, of course, 
I get locked in. I had to be at Sirius. And I was like freaking out. I'm like, I can't get out of here, you know? And there's no like ladder out my window. He's like, I'll send some guys over. <laughs> That's <laughs> the were, best. They were there in like, I'm not getting like three and a half minutes. Right, because you were worried you were going to have to call a locksmith and spend all this money. And yeah, you're and like, I'll gonna, send some guys over. Or the super who's like always yelling at me. Right, right. That was the other thing. Right. He was going to yell at and you. And of course, then... he was even more furious that I called the fire department. Right. You know? And then there was nothing he could say. So I called the fire department <laughs> and they bang the whole door down with like an axe basically and then as they're banging it down i was like oh i should take his like captain's like hat because he had his captain's hat and he had what's called his class a's like his his uniform over there like that's where they were for like the ceremonies so i i took his uniform and i hung it right near the door just so they like remembered (laughs) so dumb no that's brilliant you know so i put it right near the door and then i was like Am I wearing something that's like effortlessly cute? Like you said that to them? <laughs> no, no. Oh. <laughs> As you have we were to banging cute. through what the door, you, you know? I was like just kind of adjusting myself a little. Yeah, you know? what kind of girl would you be if you didn't think that way? Yeah, and then they came. I probably thought that way if I knew the fire guys were coming. Like, I hope they look cool. Yeah, you want to look cool. You gotta look cool. These guys are the and manliest so... men that there are. You know, besides <laughs> like Navy SEALs, these are the manliest men we're gonna meet in our lifetime. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I told them I was presenting like I was like I just kept telling them I was like. I'm scared. There's got to be something else you guys can do here. I definitely am scared. They were pretty fun. They were like good laughers. I was like, I feel frightened, boys. Maybe you should stay. It's probably better that you all stay, at least for a fortnight. But uh, but anyway, they were just standing there. Like, they all look like JFK Jr. or wow. something. Like, it's outrageous. Isn't that funny? It's crazy. It's Why crazy. is that? How are they? It's so weird. It doesn't make any sense. Not only do they all look like that, but the funny thing is, like, I could say that to Pete, and he doesn't care because he's like the least jealous person ever. So thank God. One of his, one of otherwise his, we wouldn't let you marry him. I know we what, would have had an intervention. One of his fireman buddies, like when they went, they go to the ceremony when he gets his promotion. That he was like, hey, um, you want you could meet Steve outside and you could sit with him because Pete's on the stage. They all come to support each other by wearing hoodies and putting beers in the pockets, and then they have like a big sign that says "Peter oh Bread and Cap," you know. Awesome. <laughs> they're out there drinking with holding this sign uh. for their boy or whatever. It's really cute. So I meet them and I'm just sitting with all these firemen watching his promotion. And they were pretty like respectful, nice. We go out afterwards. We had a few beers. Um, we go home. And then at four in the morning, one of them calls me because he had my number because we had texted to sit together. Oh. And he leaves me this message. And he's like, hey, I love you. I want to say right now, fuck Pete. He has a baby oh, penis. <laughs> Really? Yes. Oh my God. He goes, Pete, as a baby penis, I'm stealing <laughs> you from him. This oh my is my God. official story. I'm going to steal you from Pete. I'm going to convert to Judaism. <laughs> I like that he thinks that makes a difference. I know, that it's was so racist. A sweet step to it. <laughs> no, but, it's but horrible. It was, I guess you're right. It is kind of racist at the same time. Like, all he saw was like a big yeah. letter no, J. No, she's Jewish. It means I got to convert. All he saw yeah. was like a large <laughs> snout. Course, he didn't yeah. even see a human being. You're right. He's just like, so I'll do the Jew thing. That's what it takes to be inside you. So he goes, so he's like, I'm going to convert to Judaism. He goes, Pete thinks he's something else. So on account of he's captain, he's like, I'm going rescue. Rescue are the ones that like, they dive, they do the scuba and they dive into oh, the, wow. uh, yeah, they do all like the special things. Like yeah. they scale the Take sides of the buildings. Lincoln tunnel. And they call it going blue. Like, you know, you're blue if you go rescue. He's like, we're going to have, I'm going blue, baby. I'm taking you from Pete. We're going to have little blue babies. I don't care if they're Jewish shit. We can do whatever you want. <laughs> And then he goes, this is his entire message at four in the morning. Right now, I'm terrified in a way, too. Like, if if your fiancé wasn't the captain and wasn't cool, I'd be a little afraid. Yeah, it's a crazy (laughs) move on this guy's part. And then he's like, yeah, what are you going to do? Fuck Pete. He's got a baby penis. You know we love you. Ah, shit. And then he just (laughs) hangs up. So I get up in the morning, and I listen to it. And I was like, the thing is, I know he's so not jealous. 
So I, I knew he wasn't going to care. Right. I played it for him and he laughs and he's like, oh, Mike, what are you going to do? You know? <laughs> and I, I'm like, I, the funny thing about Pete is that I know he will never mention it to him. He won't even oh, he mention never, it. Like oh. he won't even be like, dude, you call my girl. Like that's how they are. Like he, wow. he won't think twice. I mean, have you it. seen that guy since? Many times. Has, have you mentioned it? Or did he say, I'm sorry for leaving that message? I bet you the next day he didn't even know we called. I doubt he Those guys get so it. hammered. Yeah, yeah, they did. yeah, I'm sure he didn't even remember doing it. Like, I've seen him a few times. I think that he has that expression that, like, a drunk has where they know they've done something, but they don't know what. You know the kind of level of alcoholic where they always have that, like, I'm sorry for whatever uh, daytime expression? My bookie yeah. used to be like that. He used to be so high on coke and uh, <laughs> alcohol, he would call my machine and say, Casper, if you don't have that fucking money, I'm going to fuck you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to come over and kill you i know where you live and then the next day he would call another guy i knew and he goes like hey i got um casper's picture here with a noose on it do you know why <laughs> like the next day he just completely didn't even remember he called so funny. i mean it's like i called my friend and i'm like i gotta get out of there what am i gonna do he's like i bet you he doesn't even remember he goes no i just have a picture that i told him this date i'm gonna kill him and it's just a little noose it's just so funny <laughs> that, it, that you're a gambler it just doesn't it, it's such a ludicrous part of your personality like there's already so much people have to take in about you like i'm staring at the spider-man figure like child's figurine that's hanging off your dumb lamp right now oh that's and my like, favorite <laughs> Like you sleep with stuffed animals and yet you have like some bookie calling you up every night like, ah, I'm going to cut you like a fish. It's just like nothing makes any sense. Yeah. And then you have like a gentle piano and like sheet music up. And who's a gambler in this day and age? It's like a dated addiction. I, well, I mean, I, I know they're out there, one. but. You this, know. And this is the song I'm playing on the piano too. It's like so ridiculously. Um, where is it? Where am I? Oh, I put the sound down. Oh, that's not oh. This is what I'm playing on the piano right now. <laughs> Do you love it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, uh, the answer is no, so you don't need to. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think she asked, Do I fit in? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, uh, I can shorten this up for you. Uh, Let's get to it the turns course. out we talked to. This is what it really picks up. Sure. <laughs> I have the auto tuner. I close my eyes so I can be with you. Baby, be strong. No, no, no. This has got to stop. This can't no. go. Belong to me. Help me through. Help me. Yeah, I'm obviously homosexual. <laughs> hey, listen, what are you going to do? It's a piano song. You know, what are you going to do? You play a piano, it's gay anyway. What's the difference? Hey, hey. But, well, uh, let me tell you this. So I got the piano, right? So the first song I've been playing is Moving Out, Moving Out by Billy Joel. Sure. Billy Joel's perfect thing to play. I'm just trying to relearn, right? I can only play with one hand, but I can play the left hand, just the bass line. So um, I meet When you the, do this, do you have like a long dangly earring? Do you like put in your 80s earring? <laughs> For some reason, I picture you, you know with like I a sword <laughs> hanging down from your dumb No, ear. nobody will let me play that anymore. Okay. So, or put it in anymore. So um, I met the people who moved in downstairs. And I'm like, oh, I live in tennis. And the girl's like, do you have a piano? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, yes, but I'll be very respectful. Like I started to get nervous. You know, and she goes, oh, were you just playing Billy Joel? And I'm like, yes. And she goes, oh, you play really good. And I'm like, oh, that's because you can't hear the mistakes through the 
floor, you know. Sure. And so, but now I know they can hear me all the time, so I'm afraid to keep playing the same song over and over, even though I want to oh, learn it. So now I've got to like come up with some new music, and I'm like, what would the people downstairs like? <laughs> like, and I know that people can hear it in the hallway, so it's like even worse because I got to like come up with something like that's, that's not so too gay. Funny. But I'm like, should I get a Green Day piece <laughs> or something that I could just, you know, Is or should I go cute? back? Is she cute? Yeah, she's married though. She's married, yeah. though. but um. And she is cute, but uh, it's just really funny because... That's so funny. I would do the same thing. I would right? try to you figure can't... out the right thing to impress them. And then you forgot exactly. what you got the thing in the first place. And then it's like when I go back to playing Moving Out after I'm trying to play this stupid song or whatever, yeah. um, I'm just like, well, I think they like the classics. They like the classics. I'll play the hits sure, again. Sure, sure, but sure. But then I feel that they're going to be like, is he still playing Movie Out? Do he just know any other Billy Joel's? I mean, how? I know you understand. How would you not be paranoid about that? <laughs> I don't know. If you have any recommendations, folks. Um, <laughs> please tweet me and tell me what you think I should play. Um, but <laughs> you should see the tweets that we get in the like. Um, he says he's not gay, but he thinks he protests too much. Because <laughs> I was talking about uh, Call Me By Your Name, and I'm like, listen, folks, that is too gay. That movie is gay. <laughs> and then for the next hour, I went off on how great Dear Evan Hansen is and how I'm like, now this guy's this musical's unbelievable. You don't know what I'm talking about, but because uh, you're actually not gay. Um, so... Speaking of not being gay at this particular point, on Tuesday when we went out, when I went out sure. and I saw you at the cellar, which was a delight. It was such a great night for me. I did Tom Papa's show, which I love doing. And then I always say we're going to sit down and eat like gentlemen. And then I'm never there enough. So I'm always seeing people I don't haven't seen in a long time, whatever. And then I did uh, the Sam Morell and Phil Hanley and Joe Mackey podcast. Mm-hmm. They said, come up because we're doing it late night. So I was eating a little, but I got to see Colin and I saw Amy. Amy was there with you. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, I just saw all these people I hadn't seen in a long time. And then I went drinking with this girl and um, I was getting, and she's really nice and I like her, but I was getting cock blocked by every angle. So really? the fact that we were able to like work this out towards the end of the night, it was like already four in the morning and um, is a miracle. Staving off cock blockers. Yeah, I did. Did I like you do her. Your signature, where you you kind of lunge towards them as if you're going to kiss them, but your mouth is wide open and you make <laughs> this sound. Ah! <laughs> You tried that with me a couple times. That's true. Um, I did. Yes, I did do it that way. Uh, no, I didn't do that this time. Okay. I was much more refined, but it's mm-hmm. like I just couldn't get rid of these guys. Like she went outside to um, go smoke and we were watching her. And we're like, are you sure you're going to be okay by yourself? Because I don't feel like going out and like we'll just watch you at the window because you know the bar. Sure. You know. And um, some random drummer comes by and starts talking to her. And then he comes inside. Oh it was like I was like God. getting no luck. That you is know. miserable. I know. It's just That's so funny. That's not fair. Did it's he go away? Uh, no, he came in, but then I sent him away. I was getting angry. I'm like, beat it. Like, I finally told <laughs> people to beat it. I had to tell Steve Fabricant to beat it. He was driving me crazy. I'm like, get out. Yeah, He's get like, what? Lost. I'm like, get lost. Go jump in a lake. I had to tell the bartender to get lost. <laughs> and he was keeping the bar open. He's like, I wonder if he's ever going to make the move. What an asshole. What happened? Um, well, we're living together. I'm doing your, <laughs> I'm doing your bit. Um, no, I, I like her. I mean, you know, she's nice. Yeah. She's young. Did you, oh, did you make a move at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we, you know. Yeah, okay. It was all fun. Right. You're being uh, subtle. I well, I, you know, I'm trying to be you polite. Got to. I'm trying course, to be a gentleman. I'm trying to be a gentleman. A gentleman. Exactly. The lady's ladiness. I understand. I like it. She's nice. She's, uh, I told her to come to the cellar and hang out a little bit, but I think she got nervous. I think she's a, a comic, or I, don't, I haven't Wants seen her perform. Wants to do stand up, or she does do stand up? I think she does it. Okay. I haven't seen her, so I don't know. Okay. But um, I don't know. No, what are you gonna do? No, we'll see. But um, I like that you respect her honor. Well, you know, until she 
proves to be otherwise. Because <laughs> like, sure. then, you know, I've been on this podcast saying like, what but is just, with these that's chicks? That's how Jessica sees women is extremely guilty until proven innocent. That is how you view all women. Is that the... Completely guilty until proven it. Yeah, maybe you're probably right. Yeah, no, that's how you view it. Well, you saw on this, like uh, you kind of view them as like you know in the old timey days where like they would say things like, you know, woman was like suspicious if she read books or something. You know, <laughs> like that's how you view women still. Like you'd be like, she seems like a nice girl, but she's been rumored to listen to records on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I tell you? I was I'm sat on St. Patrick's Day. I went in that bar, and Natterman shows up, and the bar the, the manager goes, "Hey, isn't that your friend?" And I'm like, and I turn around, and it's Natterman. And I'm like, he is not my friend. And um, <laughs> what's he doing in here? I told him never to come to this bar. I don't want any of the comics going in there without me. I said, I made it clear, but he was with some girl, some French girl. Yeah, he does he well with the French Natterman. That makes sense, right? But it's like, and she, I think she liked him. She was really pretty. She was going to France the next day. Mm -hmm. But it's so funny. He's so retarded. There's, there's no other word for it. The man speaks fluent French. That alone... Should always get him late. Yes. Um, but he never uses it. And he's like a pilot. It just seems like... Oh, yeah, like that's right. He does have his pilot license. He doesn't seem to use any of the stuff in his, in his arsenal. I know. And he, he's got a he full head of hair. He these things. <laughs> full head of hair is such a funny he's thing. A, he's a lawyer. I mean, you know, what else do you need? And he's always complaining. Like, he doesn't, he's, you know... He's it, very bitter. The yes. French thing would work... He would say it about himself. Did you see the picture today in uh, Aruba Ray uh, posted and it's just Natterman yeah. in the hot tub and it's just so <laughs> funny because he's just and he looks good. You know, he's not like fat or anything, but he's just sitting there in the hot tub and he just looks so uncomfortable with his shirt off. He just looks so uncomfortable. It's, it's so, so funny because yeah. everything we ever do, you everybody always has me play Natterman's wife. So in both of your shows and my shows, I, I did something for you. Oh, we played husband right. and wife. I and forgot Tom about Papa's, that. Right. We were husband and wife in crashing. They're like they talk about our like our sexual. Oh, that's true. Right in the first season, you guys are together. We're just kind. Of, we're not husband and wife. Yeah, you're just hanging just, out together. Yeah, but we're just together and we kind of like trash each other. But if there, he's in it, you're in it. There's always kind of like a would they won't. They Why is that? They won't. I don't know. Everybody always makes us. I never thought one. about that. I never, I never I even thought about it. I did it without even thinking Everybody about that. Everybody does it to us. And Pete calls him my husband. He's like, oh, yeah, your husband guy was there. Well, that's because we've talked about this before where it's kind of, unfortunately, I'm the, the same way where when you were um, dating an old boyfriend and it was one of those things where, where we were talking about Natterman and we were talking about how... It, uh, he's like badass, you know, because he was on, remember he was on Last Comic Standing yeah. and he's like, no, you don't understand. This guy's crazy. He was yelling at the cameras. It's on NBC. He's like, turn those cameras off. This show is rigged. And he just seems better. And like, you know, your boyfriend was just like, I don't think I want you hanging out with him. He sounds like yeah. a troublemaker. And then you meet him and you're like, oh, you can hang out with this guy whenever you want. I mean, unfortunately, <laughs> I think that happens to me too. They're like, I don't know. This just kind of sounds like a loose cannon. And then they meet me. They're like, oh, yeah, I don't feel any jealousy whatsoever, you know, which makes me, I'm like, eh, whatever. I know I'm one of the girls so didn't, it doesn't matter didn't Steve like pack you guys some wine I remember said you, she, he like put you out like he's like oh Jessica's coming why don't you have a romantic evening at home oh and me like, and Irene oh absolutely like a bottle of wine yeah and two glasses. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah nobody cares <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so true it's god damn it it's so I did yeah. date a really jealous guy once and he just would be like oh do you want to crash there at some wine he was always like if you want to sleep over there wait who said that Oh, you're, oh, what you're, oh, you're, says, oh, yeah. it said it about me. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, he didn't oh, even mind if you stayed stay? over. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I don't know what that means for me. Well, I know what it means. Nobody cares. Yeah. I mean, listen, and, and they're, they're even just like. No, but I'll say this. Listen. 
behind this, all the glitter, behind all the glitter, which is what Joe's got, <laughs> one man Joe is going to be called his movie about his life. Behind the fog of glitter, I will say that you used to be, back in the day, major poonhound. And all I heard was how you cleaned up. You cleaned up the city. You basically, you were like the Fonz. You clap it twice and the ladies would come over. Well, sometimes I would pretend to be the fun. Like I'd play a character and I'm like, come on, I'm going to take you home. <laughs> and if they fell for it, it was unbelievable. Sometimes they'd be like, okay. And then I then I turn into Woody Allen. Really? Because I, I was just a character. <laughs> I was doing it. So I remember this girl a long time ago in the 80s when me and Tell and Royce were hanging around this girl. And uh, we were playing pool and I was just doing the font. I was pretending. And I'm like, yeah. eight ball in the side pocket. You know, and then it would go in. You take the risk that it's going to go in, so it looked unbelievable. And this girl, I remember, she was just going, "It's like you're totally manly, but also not." <laughs> like, and I'm like, "Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. You're manly, but not also." Yeah, I don't know. It's like, but because I pretend to be manly, you know, like that. Well, I mean, like, yeah, you. But were if a it works, man. you take a shot. I heard you, know. you were like a serious ladies' man. You didn't call him back, and you were emotionally very unavailable. You know, well, yeah. but I always look at it more like it's exactly like Seinfeld, and I think a lot of the comics in the '90s who are now getting, you know, um, harassment charges. Um, I think we were all kind of like that. It was very easy to meet girls. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you, you know how it is when you're on stage. Not for us, you, not for me. No, yes, no, no. But I'm saying you know how it is for boys, mm-hmm. and uh, you know. But I mean, I I told you before when you were you know, in between boys, I'm like, you know, you're kind of in a really good position in a sense, because at least when you break up with somebody, you're out, you're out every night. Now, maybe it's not the perfect circumstance, but at least you're socializing. You have the opportunity to meet people. Um, as a female comic, it's very, very difficult. But, um, you know, in that sense where it's so different for men and women, on stage Even today, yeah, right? But yeah, at least you were going out. There's so yeah. many women who live in it's a busy New Jersey, outside life. and it's they not get an divorced. Isolate. I mean, it is when you're on the road, but when you're, yeah, but we're out. But you're also meeting a lot of men. Yeah, you know whether they're good or bad, whether they're in bars or not. I mean, you're meeting a lot of men. That's true. And um, you know, usually you're also surrounded by male friends mm-hmm. who can help you as well. So it's almost like a safe place as well. Yeah. Until you go on the road. Where, as I've traveled with you before. I just did after my special came out. Oh, I have some. After you did Conan, let me, um, you know what? My Netflix special. Yes. That came out. uh, I'd rather people watch that than. I know. Uh, But wait, here is. um, Yeah, no, here's your Conan set. I was on stage in Atlanta and I was in the middle of my set and I said something some guy didn't like and he just stood up and goes, I didn't like that, and you have a camel toe. And then everyone started sort of staring at my crotch, and I wanted to look at my own crotch. I didn't feel that I had. I mean, no laughs. It was really sad. I'm just kidding. That's not from Conan. I took that from somewhere else where you were just talking about it and there was no laughs. I did it on purpose. I'm sorry. I was just kidding. That was so strange. I, I was know. like, God, I thought my Conan set went better than that. I did. I was just, I was totally making fun. I'm sorry. Wait, that was... I, I couldn't help myself. There was something you did on Jimmy Fallon where you were like talking to the camera or something about oh, it. Oh, right, right. That and was such thought, a bizarre, you were doing the evil same thing act. to do. I was like, oh my God, I thought it went better than that. <laughs> it did. Um, it did really, really. But that's why the thing is when I... I saw some, um, you know, tweets about it on YouTube, and the reviews were outstanding. Um, first, of course, they didn't like your look, so it's damn, she's fine. Uh, <laughs> politics aside, it was actually a decent stand-up set. 
<laughs> a lot of people don't care for your politics, as you know. Uh, I didn't. The funny thing is, I, I was actually making fun of my liberal mother. Trump and, word, and that's what that's people. That's what they hear. It wasn't even, hear. even though I don't like Trump, I wasn't even this, about Well, here Trump. it is. She mentioned Trump in passing during a joke set up too political. Where's my safe place? These are obviously <laughs> normal. Now, I never look at this stuff either because they're really mean to me, too. So I, but I, I didn't have to cut out anything. It was all positive stuff. Um, she's funny. Cameraman should be fired. I couldn't see her camel toe. <laughs> that was a funny set. Feinstein, all right. Um, she's awesome. Thank God my parents aren't liberals. Hilarious. I like that she's confident. Most of these comics are always so nervous. It's off-putting. Uh, they were just making funny. They loved your set. I love her. I don't know how I found out about her like three or four years ago, but the sets about her mom always had me rolling. That's nice. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you know, you do get people love you. Oh, thanks. So I'm sorry. I didn't mean to um, make fun of it or anything like that. I just thought it would be funny. Where <laughs> you got, you know, you were just telling the story where you have no, I'm like, geez, that's weird. Right. But it's exciting. That was just Monday, right? You did it Monday. Yes. And here we are on Thursday. And then my Netflix special came out Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. But the special, I like. I haven't the, seen it yet. I'm sorry. That's rude of me. I should have probably watched it before. No, yeah. I mean, you. I heard I, you do like to tell people that you do your research. I do, and I'm usually <laughs> really good about it. And um, the thing is, I hate stand-up specials. They're very difficult for me to watch. Yeah. So, but this is only a half hour, right? It's only half hour. And you know what? They should all be like that. One yeah. hour is too long, too long for stand-up. It's just one person. I mean, you have to be a very special person just for an hour, and that's rare. I yes. mean, maybe Chris Rock's first special. And from then, I can't think of anybody I want to see for an hour. No. Maybe live? Different. But on TV, right. even, I mean, even a tell can't yes. pull off an hour. Yeah. You know, especially on television. I mean, how many times have I said on this show, you just need to go to the cellar late at night to see his genius? Because most people are never going to understand his greatness. It doesn't come through as well on television the way we know him. To right. be. Yeah. But anyway, it's amazing. So you did Conan and you've been, you've really been on a, on a tear with doing all these shows, which is fantastic. Like, you, is there anything left to do? You've done Stephen Colbert, right? No, I haven't done Colbert. Oh, you didn't do that. I so did. You have I that did um, Isn't that the funniest thing? Since Jessica Pilot is the, you know, it seems <laughs> like that would be the one for sure. It is. I've done, uh, I've done the Tonight Show and. Um, but how cool is that? You did the, the Tonight Show. I mean, how that legendary was, that? That was that? like a really crazy feeling to do the Tonight Show. And the crowd was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a, that was like, I felt nervous for that in a way. I haven't felt nervous in a while because there's like the history behind sure, it. And you just want to do like a good You just said job. you did the Tonight Show. I mean, it, no matter what incarnation it is, it yeah. sounds amazing rolling off your tongue. Yeah, it's like I was nerve wracked. I was very, very nervous. And I spilled a Coke on myself right before I had to go out. And they were, I saw. Well, they were no, like, I asked, I asked my friend to bring one of those little airport sized bottles of vodka because I wanted a drink before I did the Tonight Show, you know, but yeah. I, I feel like asking for a drink makes you look I cool, don't know, suspicious. Or awesome, something. you mean? I don't know. Like I now, think that's badass. Just, I don't know how you perform. You know, I can't perform anyway, but drunk is uh, problematic. That's why I probably ruined my well, career. Just one <laughs> drink. But, but drunk, you're good. I can't. Can... I couldn't do drunk, but I could do it. But I need that. Drink I've seen your performance. Drunk, and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, but taking the edge off is different. Really, I can't even take the edge off. I, I yeah. panic. I can't concentrate. You know. But yeah, taking the edge off is good. You're good. You're good about that. You're also an excellent drunk too, by the way. You're like me in a way. We're good. We're, we're pretty, pretty good drunks. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. We're we like, don't change our personalities. No, it's like the same, but a little happier, like a little <laughs> bit more emotion, emotive, or Chris something. Chris Murphy and the guy who actually writes. 
the Tonight Show monologues, John Ryman, you know that guy? Mm-hmm. He's been saying, you know, Juskow's one of the best drunks I've ever... He's just a happy person. He's so cranky when he's not drinking. <laughs> and um, they're right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I saw him at Yankee Stadium once and I was in, you know, I'd already been drinking and I was in such a good mood. He's like, oh, I used to not like Juskow, but he was a fun guy. No, you're always a good drunk. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's but funny, when I'm not drinking... because I'm, you do have like... You have rage and you have like this eviscerating temper, but yet you're, you're, you would think your alcohol would make it worse. But no, I'm never a happy seen drunk. You. Yeah, you are. You're a happy drunk. That's true. We're both pretty easy. Yeah. No, you're an excellent female drunk. You know, a lot of girls are really bad. Yeah, you know? we can get messy girls. I mean, the fellas too, but in their own ways. Yeah. But uh, but no. Yeah. You're, you're oh, yeah. The fellas. Yeah. Forget. It. Of you're course. You're always fun. Yeah. You're, well, you are too. You know, the only the only bad part about your drinking is that you lose stuff. I do. But I lose stuff when I'm sober anyway. That's so true. So exactly. I lose so stuff you are exactly ev- the all same. the time. Yeah. yeah. I lose like a debit card every two weeks. It's very bad. Uh, oh, wait. This is what I wanted to uh, play when I was talking about um, that girl mm-hmm. from the other night. Um, this is like, I'm such a nerd. I like. I think I invited her over for Passover. Because mm-hmm. that's what I do. Yes. And so I don't know if you watch The Big Bang Theory, but I watch every episode of The Big Bang Theory and I watch mm-hmm. it all weekend long on TBS. That, that's yeah. how I knew... You were going to be on Conan, you know, like I, sure. I watched the Big Bang Theory until Conan. Oh, um, so I usually don't watch it unless I know somebody on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was uh, like what I sounded like. This is what Howard calls when he's trying to date this girl. Hey, Steph, it's me again, Howard. Listen, if you're free Friday, maybe we could have a little something to eat at my place. My mom cooks a hell of a brisket. <laughs> Let me know. It's Howard. I combined all the calls. Hey, it's me again. It's the Big Bang Theory. It's a oh, television show. Oh, and this okay. guy just like met this girl. Sure. And now he just keeps calling her and asking her dinner at his mom's house. And that's what I felt <laughs> like I do. And I just want to let you know, the head count for dinner Friday has gone up. My Aunt Betty and Uncle Elliot are coming in from Palm Springs. Oh, and if anybody should ask, you're half Jewish on your mother's side. <laughs> okay, call me. It's Howard. <laughs> Hey, it's me again, Howard. <laughs> Listen, my cousins from Fort Lauderdale are flying in to meet you, so that means we're going to have to move the dinner to a restaurant. I just, um, I, I just feel like that's the way I am. Like, I just immediately, like, you have to meet my mother. And um, I don't know. I just, like, that show makes me laugh a lot. I love it. You don't watch it ever. you never seen an episode? No. It's, I watch it all weekend. That's all I do. I sit here on Saturdays. It's on for like a four-hour block. Right. And I just watch it and like just play on my phone. <laughs> that, those are my Saturday nights now. Yeah, that's how I feel about like murder shows. Like, Yeah, you like the murder shows. Sarah yeah. likes that too. Yeah. I just like nonsense like that because I can't, I can't sit there and watch a murder show. It's too much for me. You know, I need just fluff. Yeah. I don't know how you do it. You and Sarah both. You love watching SUV. For hours, well, you like the documentary murder, and like, no, and SUV, yeah, I love, I love Law and that's, Order. Those SVU, are your guys, I mean, SUV. <laughs> those are your guys, uh, you know, mellow out shows, yeah. and I can't. I like understand murder because that. it's like it's like there's a bad person and a good, and, and it's not really even tr- true, but I like the way those episodes. It's like it's almost soothing. Like there's a bad person and they get and they, they're brought to justice somehow, and so it's like absurd, but it's also kind of like. Yeah, and that you fi- and you get to the bottom of something. Most things you can't get to the bottom of. There's no like hard answers. So I well, like that about it. It's like see, pleasing. that's why I don't like it because it's too real. 
Mm-hmm. So I like shows that are fantasies. I like The Flash. I like yeah. Lucifer about the devil, you know, who solves crimes. I like shows where they solve crimes, but they're supernatural. But yeah, so, supernatural, I can't, like, I just so don't believe a, in but there's it. Yeah. So there's, a, like, a superhero involved. So there's a brand new show that just started on ABC, mm-hmm. and it's my new favorite show, and it's called Deception, and it's about a magician that solves crimes. And on this show, like, a month ago, I was talking about how me and Atel, like, first bonded on this show called The Magician from the 70s about a magician that solves crimes. Wait, this is was this the opening for kids? It no, like no, kids. no, it's totally for adults. This was the opening theme song. Too loud? Yeah, it's too loud. Oh, it's that's a strange choice to play this baby song. Oh, here, turn it down. <laughs> why? I turned it down. Why would you want to play Because I love this song. <laughs> no, but here's here's why I'm playing it. It's the ending that's the most hilarious. Check it out. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here, this, it's the guy at okay. the end. Follow the magic you're about to see is performed without trick photography of any kind by Bill Bixby, the magician. <laughs> They had to tell you, you ahead like that, that was voice, off. You do that voice. Of course I do. <laughs> All of the magic you are about to see is performed without any trick photography by the magician, <laughs> Bill Bixby. Bill Bixby was the star of the show, so he was the Incredible Hulk on TV. I think one of the first times I called you, you were like, I called you and you were like, this is David Jeskel. I'm afraid I can't answer the phone right now, but I wish you and your family the best. And I, I, I literally thought it was an answer machine. You're like, I got you. I know. I just, and people still do that all the time. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. I got your machine. I'm like, hello. Because I answer the phone like, hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought I got your machine. But yeah, no. So there's a, this new show where it's a magician that solves crimes. It's like my dream come true. Um, and he and he does. He has this team of illusionists, and that's and now he's working with the FBI. They just had the second episode on Sunday. It sounds so dumb. It's so dumb. It's never gonna last. It's never gonna it last. Is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard of. But it's like it's amazing. So they were catching this Russian mafia guy, and they build these sets, these elaborate sets, so the people don't know where they are and like stuff. And they have these <laughs> dummies and you know latex makeup and everything. It's like it's a dream come true for Dave Juskow. Is oh my what I'm god. Saying. Yeah, it sounds... But that's how me and Atel first bonded when we first started to meet each other is that over, like, we both knew The Magician, you know, Mm -hmm. like this show, because nobody knew that. They didn't have YouTube and they didn't have any of that stuff. Like, you remember that show? No. No, no, he remembered it. I'm saying you wouldn't remember. You're too young. Yeah, I don't don't like any shows. I mean, I don't like magic because... I only you don't like, like it magic. If, I only like it if they'll tell me how they did it. I don't like it. Oh, see, I don't get so to like I know. Care. I want to know how. And if what they if they don't tell you how, it just leaves me feeling frustrated. I feel like can't, somebody walked over and tricked me, and then they kind of like laughed to themselves, like I'm the fool. And then they walk away. Really? I want to know the feel? answers. That would be like care. that would be a, an ideal evening for me. Somebody does a trick, and they show you how they did the trick. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure you could. Yeah, I was, as know, I was saying that, that I was like, I'm sure if I had the right <laughs> kind of dough, I could pay for that to happen. You know. But um, yeah, well, that's the kind of fun, you know, um, with, you know, um, I had this guy on the show um, who is, works at uh, DreamWorks and he, now he's doing Kung Fu Panda, the animation. Yeah. He's the guy who put me on Scooby-Doo and everything, uh, Mitch Watson's name. Sure. And his dad used to work for David Copperfield and in the, do you know who that is? Oh my. No, he's a mag- magician. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, in Vegas and stuff. But he used to be huge on television. You know, mm-hmm. when there was he had a special every year. Right. And he made the Statue of Liberty disappear. I don't know if you were, Mm-mm. you don't remember that. I mean, you are. See, much if you younger. can't tell me how, then, I, then it just frustrates well, me. Well, that's the thing. So for years, nobody knew 
but things have come out like the people that were there. And so the guy was describing how he did it. But well, how did he was, do it? I can't tell you. Shut the fuck up. How did he do it? <laughs> um, from what I'm to understand, even though I have a lot of questions, the audience was on a rotating platform. Oh. But I said. So they were in on the joke. So that's kind of. No, not- they were not. So what I'm saying is that in, you're telling me in 1978, they had a good enough technology where they didn't feel themselves moving. Mm-hmm. So the question is, the, the guy is truly a genius. Remember, he was my camp or counselor. Or maybe he just like paid a lot of people to lie that were there. Well, there's that maybe too. He like just got uh, uh, fined with sexual harassment recently. Really? Yeah. Um, do you remember... Do you know that I used to know him? We went to camp. He was my camp counselor. <laughs> David Copperfield? Yeah. And when <laughs> I was little, he's like, what do you think of the show? I saw him at a birthday party. and We'd known each other from the camp. You know, he's my counselor. And I'm like, I didn't know you did magic. It's pretty good. <laughs> well, I don't know if I'd open with the balloon. I think I might close with did that. Did you find him Hand disturbing? out balloons. Hand out balloons. I, I, no, I loved him. Are you kidding? He made me a hero because the next day on the bus, he's like, oh, I saw David Friday night at a party. And everybody's like. You were at a party with the counselor? I'm like, oh, yeah, we saw each other. It was not a big deal. <laughs> but uh, this, I talked like this. Was this like know? Jewish sleepaway camp? It wasn't sleepaway. It was day camp. I was really young. Was like, it like a, Jew- a Jewish camp? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was YMHA, yes, the course, Young Men's Hebrew Association. Ooh, well, he's really so Jewish. Right he's now. really Jewy. So he, so this guy's really Jewy. I don't know if you've ever gotten a look at him, but if you look him up on your phone, you'll see, oh, my God, he's really Who? Jewy. David Copperfield. Do- oh, David Copperfield? No, I thought he was like a blonde. Wait, let me look at him. Uh, kid, listen. Oh, He's yeah, really you're Jewy. right. I got confused. Okay. So um, he ends up marrying Claudia Schiffer. Do you know who that is? Mm-hmm. Do you? Or are you just yeah, saying that Yeah, of course. To the beautiful me? blonde right. model. So Claudia Schiffer is German. So I always felt that was a win-win for the Jews. Uh, if Why? Hitler was alive, he'd be so angry. So angry. You're yeah. right. He, that, that Copperfield had gotten his mitts on. Exactly. I heard that he gave a few Jews like like there was like a butler he had that he thought was kindly that he just deemed like that there was like four non evil Jews. Well, I've said like that, that before in my uh, I'm doing quotation that marks makes him so act. much more evil because that means that you you could realize that humanity of of just like a few that were particularly helpful. That's so, so well, I've been saying that in my act like. I could see us being friends, me and Hitler, <laughs> and then because he knows my names and he can put it in a sentence because that's how easily I'm swayed. Right. And then he'd be like, Dave, I got to put you in the ovens. It'll be awkward if I don't put, you know, because the other <laughs> Jews are. I'm like, no, I totally get it. And I, I, I could see myself being online and sticking up for him. Sure. And they're yeah. like, this Hitler's an you asshole. Would, yeah, gonna... because you always stick up for somebody for if like, they know my if name. they flatter you or if they're nice yeah, to you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's, 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 that's why he probably was able to get away with it. Even though he seems like a complete yeah, he douchebag, probably had like Clinton he had kind to of charm. Exactly like the charm. exact example I use, Bill yeah. Clinton. Yeah. He, he had to have had that kind of charm in his sure. day-to-day life. You can't rule something without But charm. if you could see that a few Jews were like pretty cool, then, then you you're like, not well, brainwashed. All, yeah. Then why would you want to, then if you're, you should shift your agenda. That's what I don't understand. That made it, makes him even more evil. How about this? This is this thing I've been talking about lately is that a couple years ago, his great, either his grandson or great grandson lived in Long Island. Mm-hmm. And his name was like Pete Hitler. Yeah. He changed his name. Yeah. And I always said, uh, you know, in the paper, in the 60 Minutes piece, they said he was, you know, he got engaged twice, but it never worked out. Right. They never tell you why. The reason is because <laughs> he goes, listen, before we do this, he's got one thing, a tiny thing. Just want to put out there, <laughs> like, you know, like no wonder he never got married. Like, 
my grandfather might have been Hitler. He might have been Hitler. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, because it's just funny. Like, wait, I wonder why it never worked out. <laughs> just, I just want to be honest with you before we get into this. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine this, this poor guy? I mean, that's the thing you never think about. He definitely, I guess he had kids somewhere and they, they must have been a mess. I mean, how do you live with yourself? I mean, even... Oh, they probably um, helped him. He probably wh- what's the kid, the, um, the, 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 the guy that did all the money, the Ponzi scheme? Madoff. Madoff. I mean, His those, kid those hung himself, right? Couldn't even live with himself. And yeah. he didn't do half the things Hitler did. Yeah. I mean, he did it in a different way, but... Yeah, but he was not as bad as Hitler. That's no, sure. and he couldn't yeah. even live with himself, you know? It's horrible. Did you hear about... Um, we were talking about it last week. Uh, you know about Scott Bayo and Nicole Eggert? Yes. And stuff, isn't that? What do you, what's your. Uh, oh, wait, wait. No, I didn't. No, what's this? Well, Nicole Eggert is, uh, has been saying that Scott Bayo had sex her? with her. No, they had consensual sex. Okay. But now she's saying, after all these years, that she wasn't 18 yet. Oh. Um, I call bullshit on it because I really believe Scott Bayo, who, as you know, slept with everyone. Sure. The hottest girls you've ever seen in your life in the 80s, um, had no reason. To do that now, she was a sultry siren, even though she was fifteen on Charles in Charge, which is why it was so popular. Because there were guys mm-hmm. like me who were in their twenties were like, "She's going to grow up to be so hot." Um, and he 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 waited, and he said, "I waited until she was eighteen. I was a gentleman, <laughs> technically." And and now she, all of a sudden she's saying, "No, you didn't," because the the thing is off by a day. So I said, "She obviously wants." To, I don't want to put it down but i say she wants to be in the spotlight again because this is how i know you're that's why i'm asking you do i sound like a raging asshole uh i yeah i would tend to believe her i mean first of all because i know i just heard of a story of a like a well-known celebrity hitting on somebody's like daughter like a guy that can get laid a ton so just because somebody can get laid, that's that's never the answer to why they. Oh, you're absolutely right, but I really they do. could have fucked everybody. Well, then, what if they were completely sick and that was the one person they wanted to to fuck or whatever? It just seems too convenient to me that he conveniently waited until she. If if she's saying it didn't happen, then why? I don't know. Well, I, I the, believe that's her. the thing. They, I, don't know I know nothing, but like my instinct is. To have believe. you ever heard his video statement where his wife is just chiming in and be like, "Tell him about the thing." He goes, "Oh yeah, I got to tell you about the thing." Like, <laughs> but apparently, she had been over their house. She was friends with his wife you know, why bring it up now and the reason why i'm telling well you this, i do think listen i have no information and so i it, it could be very well that he's very possible that he's innocent of that but i do think that the reason that people bring it up now so many stories everybody's bringing it up is because they feel like safe to talk about it like, oh, I, you know, I totally get that's that why too. she's bringing it up now but if it happens could it, but it could it also be this and we talked about this last week now Nicole Eggert was, you know, kind of the shit for a while. She was, you know, she was on this chosen show, but then she did grow up ridiculously hot, and she was mm-hmm. on Baywatch, and she was very mm-hmm. popular, and she was in some movies, and then, you know, gets a little in two thousand and four, she uh, seven, she ends up on the real Gilligan's Island reality show as Ginger. Mm-hmm. In two thousand and ten, she's on Celebrity Fit Club. Uh, in 2013, she's on the uh, reality diving show I called love that Splash. I you typed this up and you're looking at your That's pamphlet right. right now. But in 2014, she began a new career as the owner and operator of an ice cream truck. Mm. Now, that's falling. Yeah, but that's what everybody does. I mean, didn't he fall to some degree, too? Are you I kidding? Mean, He's Scott Bayo. He fucked Liza Minnelli. I don't even Nobody know. Nobody falls if you fuck Liza Minnelli. That's I gold. Don't even that's know. gold, Jerry. Okay. I didn't grow up as much with Scott Bayo, so I don't know what he did or what shows he was in. 
I just said he fucked Liza Minnelli. You don't need to know anything else. Okay. How badass is that? Do you even know who Liza Minnelli is? Because Matteo's not yes, even going to be friends course, with you. Yes, of course, Liza Minnelli is your hero, hero obviously. <laughs> My hero. I know who she is. What I'm saying is if you sleep with Pamela Anderson, Erica Laniac, and you, uh, countless others in one lifetime, and then you take one for the team, I mean, then you're a real man. I hope they send letters because of this episode. <laughs> letters. Well, I call for they letters. They wouldn't send it for this one. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much worse stuff. Well, that's no, the I other thing we were saying. There's another kid on the show who was making fun. He goes, Scott Bay was really mean to me. He called me like a homo on the show. Oh, and but stuff the like other that. thing, you, reason you could be sticking up from with or identifying or, and sticking up with him is because you're a pedophile. You, yes, exactly. What I, that, wait I a minute. Realized. No, I didn't. Folks, no. The, no, I know. In a way, always well, talking about how hot young girls are. Yeah. It's very well, A lot strange. of us do. I'm just I'm honest about it. And I, I and he said it last week. I was like, yes, was she hot and was you, I attracted to her? It doesn't make it any better to say you're the only honest file. Nobody. <laughs> well, not, but I'm not going to do anything. If I was with a, I'd be like, my God, she's 15. That's not, that's not going to. I couldn't even be with an 18 year old. Or nine, you know, I mean, it's just like, you know, they have to be mature because then you know you're doing something wrong. But that's when sure. you're sick. Yes. When you don't know the difference. Right. No, that's true. I don't think you're a full-blown file. No. I just like to call you a file. I just, I do watch. Do you know that there was, I'm sorry to cut you oh, off. Oh, no, please, it's but probably But do you know best. that there was <laughs> a uh, counselor, no, not counselor, I'm sorry. I had a math tutor named Mr. File. Really? And, and he was always mad at me because I couldn't learn the math like he was supposed to just teach me some very basic principles and I was just like too dense and he would just get angrier and angrier throughout our sessions because he tutored me for a long time and I didn't even get like a little bit better at math and he was just so enraged by how dumb I was and it came out later that he molested a couple of people and went to jail so what I think is my own just mass either I wasn't his type and and or my profound stupidity in math saved me from from files but being fondled by mr file but he fondled girls he yeah he like went my friend told me I'm this recently this usually she t- either tasha way. told me that her mom told her that that uh, mr file the math tutor in our area went to jail for pet pedophiling wow I just want, I know it's not called pedophiling, but I wanted to say so people would remember that his name is Mr. File and he went to jail for being a pedophile and that I don't even remember him looking in my direction. All I remember was just how angry he was during the, she's like, come on, I just said that. Like, he was Isn't just it so funny mad. though that he liked girls? It seems like a lot of pedophiles, like, they're gay. Oh, wait, didn't, wait. Or maybe that's wrong. I think pedophiles, like, I mean, it's like female or male. Oh, they do, yeah. I think it's just anybody that likes kids. Yeah, that's so messed up. That, that's so much acting on it. I mean, it could see it's like, boy, that girl's pretty or sure. she's going to be. I remember I was teaching an eighth grade class mm-hmm. and there was this girl who was so hot. You know, like, you know, she's going to be hot mm-hmm. years from now. So, you know, that's where it ends. Sure. But I guess if you're sick, you can't tell the difference. Um, I have this example that I've been telling people like um, it was I think it was my niece's bat mitzvah and it was, you know, drunk a little bit. Mm-hmm. And one of her friends who's very mature. So she's 13. Mm-hmm. We're having a conversation, adults. I'm like, oh, you should come into the city. You should, we should go somewhere. You know, I, I'm, I'm talking about, I'm a single guy. I, I do this, you know, I'm not married and I've been single for so long. I'm just talking like I'm talking to a girl. I would, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then, you know, it occurs to me, I'm like, what, the, what am I doing? And I drove home that night and I hit a deer because I was supposed to stay over. Oh. But I was so, I'm like, what? 
oh my God, you know, so freaked out <laughs> that I, I drove home because then I realized I am normal. Like I'm not, at least I'm not sick. You yeah. know, I know we talk about young girls all the time. So I'm like, okay, at least I know. And that's when I realized like, that's the difference between a real pedophile mm-hmm. who wouldn't be able to judge the line. Sure. Or something. Or they do, but they just don't care. Oh, maybe that. Yeah, I guess. I think some. I always like to think they're sick because otherwise we can't wrap our heads. There's got to be both. I think it's probably like sick. I bet a lot of them are sociopaths where they don't really care. They just don't feel that remorse, you know. Yeah, I guess you're right in the sense. Now that I know a sociopath, in the sense of uh, Mm -hmm. Vanessa, I don't mind saying her name anymore. (laughs) Um, Boy, when somebody can look you in the eye and just blatantly lie like that, with no repercussions to themselves or anything, I guess you're right. And yeah, I don't. Maybe that's the first person I met like that. Maybe I've met other people like that, and I just didn't realize or it didn't affect me. But it's it's fucking me up now in my head, knowing that there are people like that. No, yeah, I know. I've 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 been I've known people like that that have done things like that to me, and it's a it's like a chilling, bizarre. Feeling. Yeah, I yeah. can't get rid of the feeling. It's really been affecting me. Yeah, it's a strange thing when you know somebody's done that to you. It's a crazy thing. But um, can I? Uh, just talk about one thing. And then yes, yeah, and then we'll up, wrap it up. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, your marriage. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. And um, it was funny. I was watching you on this um, Good Morning Sacramento or something like that. Or, you know, I know you do all these. Local... Are you going to bring up every TV thing that hasn't gone my way? Because Good Morning Sacramento was not very good for me. Oh, that's funny. I actually thought it was really funny because you explained the uh, how you got engaged and stuff. And then they shot, they go to Pete. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. This was another morning show where I guess I thought... Well, you probably do so many. They probably... Okay. I shouldn't have scolded you. I was wrong to scold you. Oh, that's okay. Oh, I deserve it. There was something that I did where I mean, I have the footage if you want to hear it, but I wasn't going to... Feinstein joins us in the studio. Details on upcoming shows. You had two shows last night. Feinstein, not Feinstein. Feinstein. Rachel Jewess is fine. Got it. Got it. converting to Irish. You can call me Rachel O. Feinstein. Okay. What is going to be your new last name? (laughs) Okay. Um, I guess I'll keep my name. Maybe, like, because, like, it's been Feinstein for a while. Yeah. But... Maybe I'll just have my stage name be Mrs. Peter Brennan. That's very feminist. <laughs> oh, I like this yeah. is him. And then they cut to him and he's just sitting think, there. Babe? <laughs> it's so funny. He travels and he's so nice and he's just there on the show. I mean, how great is that? But those girls are idiots, right? I mean, it's so funny because I did see you on another show somewhere else and you're killing. You're making fun of the cameraman and it's really funny. And those girls are like, so how did you become friends with Amy Schumer? That's all they want to talk about. But And they're also very confused by me too. They're just like... Yeah, they don't get comedy. They don't. Like, like I just was joking when I said yeah. Mrs. Peter Brennan, but they looked at me like, that's going to be your name now? Mrs. Peter... Like, they really don't understand. I know. It's real messed and, up. And this is the other funny thing. This is why I thought you were trashing me. No. Because on that show, they're, I'm in the middle of explaining this and then they go... And you were at Amy Schumer's wedding, and they show a picture of me and Amy. And I didn't know that they were going to do this or have a well, picture from her out, wedding. Guess, yeah. And then it, I'm wearing the same dress oh, in the no! picture as oh, I was wearing. With, and they didn't tell me. Oh, and the worst part about for it. For a girl, that's like the worst thing that there is. And the worst part about it is that I had I was there with a few clothing options. Like I came with it. So I could have changed easily. But they didn't tell me that they were going to talk about this or show oh. that picture. Well, that's, you know, I mean, I probably would have done the same thing. So I thought you were going to trash me for that when you started talking oh, about it. Oh, well, it turns out I'm actually not gay. Like, I'm straight, so I wouldn't have even known. You wouldn't have that. <laughs> Right. <laughs> as, it, as it turns out, <laughs> the one thing I'm not gay about is clothing and decorating. You're gay you about, see. like, I don't know if it's gay. It's not really gay. It's just your, your fastid- whatever the thing is. I still remember we, we went to see this one woman show years ago. 
And at some point in the show, the girl was barefoot and you were like, why wouldn't she get a pedicure? And I didn't even really think about that. <laughs> and you were so mad about it. And Angry, even yeah. later that night, you're like, I mean, she took off her socks. That was part of the show. And you're not going to have a pedicure. She should have had fresh toe paint. Remember how you said it? too? Well, yeah, I was like, why? How would a girl be OK with that? It seems like they're so, you know, I very guess I hadn't really noticed because it was like. It was kind of an emotional place as she wasn't really supposed to be that pretty. And her well, feet looked fine. Who but are like, we talking about? Is it Cynthia? Is it, no, no, no. It, really? it wasn't Cynthia. It was... Uh, it, I don't want to say... Was it somebody pretty? Because then, yes, yeah. I'm probably looking at their feet because it's sexy. You know, right. so, so as you an actual straight an, man. Yeah, so sure. then I'm staring at her feet. She was, pr- she was pretty. I don't want to... I can't, you know, I honestly can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember either, but I remember I have the two girls in my mind. I'm like, was it her or was it her? But you were, you were just so like. Um, I couldn't get over it. Yeah. It's funny how that sticks in my head. Like the things that decide to stay in your mind and the things that leave your mind. Like, why do I still remember that you were so angry about this girl's pedif- uh, pedicure? I like it because it just shows we've been friends for such a long time. Like I, I know that is true, but it's like things that will stick in my mind that I'm like, why do I still have that in my head? But yet I can't remember somebody's name that I've known for years. You know, like, I know, like there's this girl. I mean, there was this episode of uh, Oprah where they were talking to like models from the eighties or whatever. And that model, like, I think it was like Kathy Ireland. Or oh something. God, I loved her. So Kathy Ireland yeah, came on beautiful. And, and they were all talking about dieting. How does she look now? And how they stay in shape. Uh, I, I think she looked great. She was one of my but favorites. She was like, um, you know what I do? And everybody had like a fun tip. And then she was like, and you know what I do? I just put on the tightest pair of jeans. And even if they don't fit me that day, I just make myself keep those jeans on. Everybody was clearly <laughs> just like really disturbed. Yeah, she was an idiot. <laughs> I remember like she was on a couple of TV shows and she just came off like such a moron, but she was so pretty. She had amazing <laughs> eyes too. Like She like, was beautiful, but it was yeah. like, it was clear like she had like serious problems with like she obviously had an eating disorder or something. Right, like everybody right, else right, was right. like, oh, one thing that can be nice is, you know, avoiding this. And she was just like, I just put on the tightest pair of this <laughs> to just strangle me to punish myself for being who I am. And everybody just got really quiet. And I never forgot that. Yeah, Rachel, thank you so much for coming tonight. Rachel's going to be appearing April 12th to the 14th at the Acme Comedy Club in Minneapolis. April 19th through the 21st at Tempe Improv in Tempe, Arizona. And then going back home to the D.C. Draft House April 27th through the 28th. You can catch her all through those on her website, rachelfeinstein.com, everybody. And I saw an unbelievable job. And those are do. I just stopped. Uh, <laughs> I started mumbling. I just like playing that music. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you're going back to D.C., are you yeah. going to have the same problem as last time? Can you talk about that or no? Is that a oh, secret? Oh, we can talk about it. Um, Rachel has a stalker who she's a, is... She's got... I, had, I got a restraining order against her. Again or recently? Because you're going back to the place where no. we did it. It's been a year. Yes. Since then, I hadn't Draft been house. granted the restraining order. I was in the process of trying to get it. But yes, I did get it. But the funny thing about an otherwise unfunny situation yeah. is that she wrote me many, 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 many emails... And in one of the emails, she mentioned Chief Jessica oh, by right. name. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Not, not she never made mentioned it. anybody else. It was only a <laughs> hatred of me. I forgot and about that. she was like, and then there's this other guy, David Juskow, that just makes me throw up and all his, over the place. his odor's disgusting, too. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't mention anyone in my life. It was only her hatred was so specific towards me. But somehow. Amelia sent me that from the New York Comedy and Club. The, she and, the, and she sent it to New York Comedy Club. And the, and the booker happens to be friends with Dave. I mean, what are the odds what? that she's going to mention you and how disgusting you and are? And <laughs> it's just so strange because, like, I never perform. So she's like, I saw him perform. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. And then you read the rest. Like, he's his what, – what is the word she uses? Um, 
Uh, not His odor. odor? No, it, no, she uses a more sophisticated term. A scent? I no, don't no, know. No, no. Um, oh, it's really funny. It's worth uh, remembering. Um, uh, 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 hygiene. Oh, yes, hygiene. his hygiene. Hy- his hygiene is disgusting. And I threw up all over the place. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But, and that's the funny thing, what you said. I think she said, said everyone was throwing up, that they couldn't <laughs> stay. In the- <laughs> it's like really a Family funny. Guy episode. But the, the best is that um, you've said that when they talk like that, it means they're talking about themselves. And you've said that the officers that picked her up said she smelled horrible. Yeah, she was obsessed with smell, so she probably herself had some issues with that. Uh, yeah, taking care of herself. Yeah, there was something deep. I mean, you know, she was mentally ill. But the point is, she knew David Juskow, and she became... <laughs> I love that she actually became obsessed with you, too, and her rage at you. I kind of appreciated it being passed around a little bit. I know. That we get, you know, we have something to share. <laughs> and Let you got alone so that excited that she it mentioned was excited. Well, because, you know, your brother wears that shirt to free her, you know, yeah. like, which is so funny, and, and your brother's so nice. And that's a great... When you go into California, you get to see your family a little bit and your nephews and stuff. Yes. So that's nice. So, um, yeah, that was really fun. Lovely brothers. Yeah. Anyway, Rach, thank you so much thank for you. doing the show. I mean, seriously, um, you're really one of my favorite guests, and I really needed you because, I don't know, this is, uh, the podcast was hurting for a while. I just couldn't figure it out, and it might have to do it with gambling, and it might have to, I don't know, I think I'm obsessed with doing the shows or whatever, and there's a whole bunch of stuff, and I'm not concentrating on it. And I love doing the podcast, and I love being prepared, and I love giving it out to the people. So, I don't know what's happening next week. Usually when I have a guest, I do a solo. But then after that, I am absolutely having uh, my friend John O. Abrams, who used to work with John Hughes. And uh, I believe he worked on Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And that ought to be interesting for the people who listen to this podcast. I know you're making faces, but you don't know. No, I wasn't making faces about that. Yeah, it's okay. Um, no, I, actually, that, that actually sounds really interesting. And I am planning a, you know, a bunch of guests and possibly a trip to Los Angeles, where we had some really great podcasts. And trying to find a place so I can, uh, once again, uh, just um, provide the best podcasts that are possible. This weekend, even though this comes out on Tuesday, I will have seen uh, David Tell and Jeff Ross in Atlantic City. And we'll go over that. And we'll go over a bunch of other stuff. And so I can only say now that this comes out Tuesday, happy Passover, everybody. Happy Easter. And Rachel, congratulations once again on marrying, getting married, this terrific man that we are all very happy about. Aww, you thank married. you, David. And you, you waited it out, and you, you sifted through the lot of horribleness, <laughs> and you really did find a, a, a true gem. Thank He's you. a wonderful guy, and, and you deserve it more than most of the people I know. Thank you, Dave. So thank you so much, Rach. that's Rage. that sweet part of you. I'll see you next there. time, everybody, on the podcast. Good night.